everybody. Welcome back to Love Curvy Yoga. Thank you for joining us again this week. Um, we hope that you are enjoying popping in on us while we just kind of talk about things that are important to us and that we like talking about. And if you are enjoying the podcast, you can like and subscribe wherever you are listening. Yeah, and we are just going to get right into our practice notes. So mine is uh, very present for me. I've had guests in my house for a week and I have more in another week or for the next week. So for two straight weeks, um, which has been great, but also it's like, where is there space for me to do any yoga? (laughs) So my practice notes this week are find a quiet corner. Um, I just have this like one corner of the living room where in the morning I can walk and the floors won't be too squeaky and wake up the people in the basement. (laughs) I have to like kind of still walk lightly to hopefully not be too loud. And I just did a little bit there in the corner and it was like enough there. So sometimes, you know, conditions are not ideal for your yoga practice, but I feel like there's almost always still a way. Yeah. Um, this ties together, although I probably need to take your advice and go with it. There's always still a way. Um, (laughs) we've had a busier than usual week. I've been helping with my nieces this week who are, uh, almost two and four. And we've been here early in the morning. We've left kind of late at night. So it's Thursday. I've not practiced at all this week. And I have a tendency to, I think I've talked about this before, but if I get out of the habit of something, um, I it's harder for me to go back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it's totally a mental. It's all in my head. <laughs> <laughs> it just it is. It's all in my head. Like if I don't check my email one day, I'm like, oh my god, I can't check my email because there's going to be 900 emails. Or <laughs> if I don't check my text messages, or if I don't practice yoga for a week, and then you're just like, well, I guess my yoga stint is over. Um, (laughs) I'm only laughing because I feel like I'm the same way most of the time it makes me feel a lot better Uh, so my practice notes this week are just your practice will be waiting for you if you need to take a break if you have to take a break if you literally just can't find time um, it's like waiting for you and it's fine and you don't have to end yoga (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you do not have to end yoga. That is perfect. Yes, not at all. Okay, so we are going to jump right into our main segment. And we just want to talk this week about um, tips for going to a new yoga class. So I'm sure that we've all been there. Um, If you're a beginner or if you're not a beginner, you can be practicing for ever. You can be a yoga teacher um, and it still can feel really intimidating going to a new class. So we just kind of wanted to talk about some tips that we have as practitioners and as teachers if you are going to a new class. Yeah, my first advice is to, you know, the nice thing is there's so many different ways to find out information about classes ahead of time now. So pretty much every class you would be interested in will have at least some information online. So if you're new to yoga, some of the kind of keywords that I like to look for are words like hatha, beginners, 
gentle, slow flow. I mean, curvy yoga for sure. Right. Um, <laughs> anything along those lines, like yoga for everybody or something like that, restorative, etc. And yeah. what I like about those words, what they're telling me when I see them is that it's more likely, not guaranteed, but more likely that they will use props, offer options, and probably give a little bit more information because of the intended audience and the intended pace of those classes. So if you're new or returning or new-ish, those are things that I like to look for in order to say like, okay, here's a class that might be worth me digging into more. Yeah, that's good. My first one kind of ties into that a little bit. And that is that you might want to check ahead of time to see what props may or may not be available at the studio that you'll be going to. So some studios may have everything you need. They may have mats and blocks and blankets and straps and all of it. And other studios may have none of that available. So if you have become accustomed to using a certain block in, or a certain block. <laughs> we know what I'm accustomed to using. A certain prop <laughs> in your practice. Um, and it's essential to you to have a practice that feels good to you. Then you might want to just check with the studio ahead of time and see what they have available. That way you know if you need to bring your own. Yeah, and I think what that also tells me, similar to the words I was talking about a minute ago, is... If they don't have any props and you're new, then I would recommend checking out somewhere else first. Yes. Because that's telling me they were, they're going to have less pose options available because they don't have props. Yeah, that's really so good. Even if you have never used a prop before, you don't even know what we're talking about, you <laughs> can still call and say like, hey, I was just wondering what props you have available and see what they say. And hopefully they'll have some of the ones that Liz mentioned there. Okay, so that ties into my second one, which is that if you have specific questions, go ahead and ask ahead of time. So you can send an email, give a phone call, reach out on social media, whatever makes sense, and ask questions like this. So what props do you have? But also, if there's something specific going on with your body that you want to make sure the teacher can hold space for, um, help you find pose options for, etc., then I think it's a great idea to just go ahead and ask. That way, when you go, number one, you've already established a connection with that teacher. So they'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, Liz, that's just who I just talked to. And you'll get a sense of um, if the class seems like a good fit for you based on their response. So there's no reason to have to go and just, like, wing it in the moment. Find out if you need to sign up or if you can just drop in. So... I know studios where both of those things are true. So you may have some studios where if no one signs up for the class, the teacher, the class is canceled. Um, Some studios may not hold a class unless a certain number of people sign up for the class. And then some studios you can just show up. So that might be helpful. I imagine that it would be frustrating to kind of like really talk yourself through showing up to a class for the first time and then you get there and you had to sign up. So, and the class is full or whatever. So find out ahead of time if you need to sign up for the class or if you can just drop in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they will most likely have that information pretty prominently. Yes. 
Okay, so my next one is for your first class, and this is whether it's, you know, your very first yoga class period, but also just a new class to you, especially if it's a new studio or a new space to you, um, is arriving early so that you have time to check in with the teacher, figure out the space, get set up and not feel rushed. I cannot tell you how stressed I feel when I'm running late to a yoga class I've never been to before. Yeah. It's so stressful because I'm like, am I going to make it in time? Wow. I don't even know where everything is. So just, you're going to have a much smoother, better experience if you just give yourself an extra few minutes. And then, you know, the next time you'll know what to do and you may not need to arrive that extra amount of time early. And I'm talking like, I don't know, five or 10 minutes earlier than you would otherwise arrive. Yeah. I'm not talking about an hour early, just a few minutes. <laughs> let, let me tell you something. They don't want you to come an hour early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most places you, like, they want you to come like 15 minutes early. So that's all we're talking about. And my last one here is just to know that the beauty of how many teachers we have these days is that if one class isn't for you, it's not personal. It has nothing to do with you or your ability to do the class or not or whatever. You just can try a different class. And I like to think about this like finding somebody to cut your hair. You know, sometimes the first person you try, you're like, that was not a good fit. But you yeah. don't beat yourself up that you weren't good at picking out a getting your hair cut or picking out a hair person. You're and just you don't keep going. Bad right? haircuts. Exactly. You're like, okay, well, back to the drawing board. I but, need to ask a friend or look online again or whatever. So just know that it's very likely that you will need to try a few options. And if you find somebody you love right out of the gate, just count your blessings. But know that that's not. It's not like a thing where everybody, the first class they like is the one they love and they're committed to it forever. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, last, but as you know, certainly most, uh, certainly not mostly. Cer- you know what? Last not least, what to wear. So I feel about this, like I feel about most things. You wear whatever you want to wear. <laughs> Make sure, obviously, that you are comfortable, that you feel like you can move, um, that you feel, you know, sometimes we don't, you know, actually, my brother, literally this morning, he just started practicing yoga, and he was like, what should I be wearing to yoga? Because he's been wearing these, like, workout pants, but they don't have any stretch in them. Hmm. Like, well, that's obviously not going to be very comfortable. Right. Um, And, you know, the other thing to be mindful of is that, you know, you may be in, well, you always are in positions that you aren't always in. So, you know, just think about like, oh, is my shirt going to ride up and is that going to make me uncomfortable? Or are my pants going to roll down and that's going to make me feel uncomfortable? You don't, and I have done this, you don't want to spend your entire yoga class thinking about what you're wearing um, or feeling uncomfortable. And I have been there. (laughs) It's a waste of a class. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, wear what you want to wear. Wear what makes you feel comfortable. Wear clothes that you can move in, that you can stretch in, that you can be, you know, in 
you know, different positions in without feeling self-conscious about what your clothing might be doing. Um, but yeah, mostly just make sure that you feel comfortable and good. Yeah, and we would love to hear y'all's tips on supporting you. Yeah, because let's just share them with each other. That would be so helpful. Speaking of my favorite things to talk about, we are going to move right on to Curvy Collab. So my Curvy Collab this week is for citrus juicers. So I don't know if you know about these things, but I'm sure that we all remember the like lemon juicers that we had in our houses and, you know, whenever it was just kind of like you put the lemon on it and you had to like manually twist it. Yeah. So they have electric ones now that it like filters out the juice for you. It puts the seed, the seeds, like it catches all the seeds. You can also use it. You can juice them so that you get the pulp or you can put the strainer on and it strains out the pulp. So I love grapefruit juice. Like Mm -hmm. it is one of my favorite things to drink. And I I don't even know who you are right now. (laughs) Because I love grapefruit juice. (laughs) I I hate grapefruits so much. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) That is hilarious. I love them. I've loved them for as long as I can remember. And I remember friends of mine in high school, they were super fancy and they had grapefruit spoons. Oh yeah. At their house. They were like spoons that had little teeth on the end, on the tip. Mm-hmm. It's true. I have not topped that. So <laughs> if you juice even it's great for even like baking like if you bake a lot my son's obsessed with cannolis right now and he has me on like the quest to make the perfect cannoli cream mm-hmm. and a lot of them call for lemon and it's just so easy to like put the lemon on there it juices it it strains out the seeds so if you ever juice citrus oranges grapefruits whatever for anything they're like 20 bucks you can get them i got mine at target but i highly recommend them that's so fun yeah they're fun Okay, so we're going to move into our gratitude. So mine is people who know how to fix things specifically around the house. So my aunt and cousin have been here. We were using a power washer. Long story short, the electricity went out to our garage. (laughs) But my aunt called her brother, my uncle, and through FaceTime and a Home Depot trip, it's back. Amazing. Like, Trust me when I say if they would not have been here, I would have been like, well, I need to call an electrician. (laughs) I thought you were going to say I would have been like, well, I guess we just don't have electricity in the garage anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That would be my very first instinct. That's true. (laughs) Who needs electricity in the garage? But it's definitely not. Let me see if I can figure out electrical work because I just know that I cannot, I mean, I could, I guess, but I would probably end up electrocuted. So <laughs> we don't want that. Gratitude to people who know how to fix things. Yes, that's so good. I love it. So my gratitude this week is for our teachers. So we had a teacher, we do something with our teachers called office hours quarterly, where we can just kind of like call in and have conversations with each other. And only one person called in yesterday, but it was so nice because it was one of the teachers who 
graduated from the first YTT that I helped with. And it was so nice to just spend like 30 minutes catching up. She graduated from the program in 2014 and she's working a full-time job, teaching like eight classes a week, teaching in like four different locations, teaching like a chair class and just like all kinds of fun things. And so it was so nice just to talk to her and hear how she's doing and to hear like what's happened over the last five years since she graduated her training. Wow. So I was like, oh. Before today. Can you re-say the part after the last five years of her training? You cut out for that last little bit. Yeah, I'll say, yeah, I think I remember what I <laughs> Yeah, so it was just nice to catch up with her and talk about what she has been doing for the last five years since she graduated and um, all of the cool ways that she has continued to teach and um, the further kind of like uh, at the, the education that she's gotten, she's done some other training. She's working on her like 300 hour right now. So it was just really great to, to chat with her and to talk with her and to catch up. Um, and I was just like, this is really sweet. It was just, it was a sweet moment and it made me really thankful. That's really fun. Yeah. Our teachers are the best. Yeah. It was really great. All right. Thank you guys for hanging out with us again this week. Uh, we are going to take one deep breath together to close. In inhale. And exhale. The light in me honors the light in you. Namaste. Namaste.